It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Washington Commanders do the unthinkable. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night at the link. My guest is one of my all-time favorite radio hosts. He is Mr. Philadelphia, Mr. New York, Mr. CBS Sports Radio. It's the Mac Man, Jody McDonald, to talk about it all next with us on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and we are off and running on a midweek version of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Welcome in, Commanders fans. I'm Chris Russell. My normal partner, David Harrison, is off for this edition. He'll return with a crossover Thursday edition as we start to get you set for the Houston Texans and the Washington Commanders. You can follow David, of course, on Twitter at dharrison82. Read him, si.com. Uh, in commander country of course you can listen to me monday through friday 9 a.m to noon on the team 980 and the odyssey app and occasionally on cbs sports radio which is where you will also very occasionally well not very occasionally very often i should say wrong word very often hear jody mcdonald a host a longtime host wfan wip in philadelphia birds three uh uh Birds 365 through Jacob Media uh, does a tremendous job, covers it all, knows the NFL like a glove, and obviously watched the Philadelphia Eagles lose their first game of the year on Monday night to the Washington Commanders. Jody Mack, thank you so much for your time. How are you, pal? Thank you for the kind words, and I, I'd skim back on the knows the NFL like a glove because when you were good enough to hop on my show earlier in the week, I said, yeah, I think the Eagles will find a way to win. I thought it was going to be a competitive game. I thought the uh, commanders would be able to do some things offensively against the Eagles because, yes, I believe Taylor Heineke's better than Carson Wentz, and I knew that the commanders were going to be able to run the ball uh, some against the Eagles. That's the Eagles' big downfall is right now. They're not good at stopping the run with Jordan Davis, their first-round draft pick, main anchor to their defense against the run, being out with an injury. 
last week against the Texans, who you guys will see this week, Damian Pierce ran it pretty damn well against him. Mm-hmm. I thought James Robinson would do the same for the commanders last night, which he did. I just thought the Eagles would find a way to win on offense. But when you turn the ball over four times and you've only turned it over three times all year in your first eight games up until that point, guess what? You're not going to win football games. Well, you just said it right there, and that's where I wanted to start. So you let us in perfectly. Did the commanders beat the Eagles or did the Eagles beat themselves in your eyes? Um, I, I don't want to come up short giving commanders the credit they deserve because they played a good game last night. Well-called game, well-executed game. Um, you and I, again, talked before, and we noted the fact that the uh, commander's offensive line isn't what it can be with injuries to the middle, their center, and the like. I didn't know if they were going to be good enough to dominate the way that they did. They they owned the trenches last night. And mm-hmm. Eagles defensive line, Sons Davis isn't as good against the run, but overall they're supposed to be pretty darn good. One of the better producing defensive lines in the league. Oh no, they got dominated last night. Tip of the cap to the commander's offensive line. They wanted the point of attack. The Eagles aren't a great tackling team, but that wasn't even the biggest problem. There were holes there to be had. They were moved backwards by that commander offensive line. Yeah, the Eagles shot themselves in the foot by turning the ball over four times. The last one made for a fun final score with an ex-Eagle Toehill picking it up in the end zone with uh, Devontae Smith right. ill-fated attempt at a uh, lateral. But those first three turnovers were just backbreaking for the uh, Eagles. And yeah, the commanders got away with one. There was a blatant face mask on the mm-hmm. Zach Ertz. Uh, uh, the Dallas, Dallas Goddard fumble. Yeah. But no, I, I'm going to give credit. It was a combination. The Eagles didn't help themselves. But the commanders beat them fair and square. Well, you mentioned the missed face mask on Goddard, and you're absolutely right. And the officials said they just didn't see it in the pool report or whatever. But, you know, not only did they miss the face mask and therefore the 15-yard penalty, but it would have wiped away the takeaway or the turnover for the Eagles. And Washington, I think, got a field goal after that. Uh, So that was one thing. They obviously got their last six points on that two-hill lateral weird crazy play at the very end for the fourth turnover. I I don't really count that, whatever the game was over. Right. Um, But let me ask you this. When you combine the misfaced mask along with the personal foul on Taylor Heineke there at the end, uh, when he kind of sits down and squats down and draws that personal foul, which essentially kills off the rest of the clock, did you have a a, a bigger problem with that particular call and the way it was applied or just the missed uh, face mask, or or maybe both, quite honestly. And there, there's one in between. Now, it didn't have a major uh, impact on the outcome of the game. The uh, unnecessary roughness Push penalty on Chelsea Gardner-Johnson right. on the sidelines, the runner's foot was still in bounds. Mm-hmm. You should not be hit with a mm-hmm. uh, un, unnecessary roughness penalty if you're hitting a player who's still in bounds. Now, Gardner ends up picking up a pa- picking off a pass two or three plays later, so it didn't didn't massively change the game. But that was a blatantly bad missed call. The last one on uh, Brandon Graham, the way the rules are written right now in the National Football League, that's a penalty, plain and simple. You can't hit a guy when he's giving himself up. The explanation of to the head and neck area that wasn't really what I saw, but he hit him okay. He didn't plow into him, but he didn't just touch him down either. He hit him, and you can't hit a guy after he's given himself up. Brandon Graham himself after the game said, 
I got to know better. I was just trying to make a play, but so no, I didn't have any problems with that call. I thought it was a, a righteous call. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I, I mean, it, it's the rule, right? We don't have to like it, but it's the rule. Uh, there were a couple of calls that went against uh, the commanders that benefited the Eagles. So, I mean, I think I think the officiating was horrible overall, but I think both teams got some breaks or Agreed. some at least questionable calls. And certainly, uh, again, the way the rule is, you cannot hit a quarterback when he is prone and down and declaring himself down. And no doubt about it, Taylor Heineke uh, did that. Jody McDonald is our special guest. Of course, and, you oh, see oh, it. Oh, oh by the way, give Taylor some credit. He sold it too. He well, he, he did he a very good job. It. If the referee was like sitting on the fence as to whether to blow the whistle yes. or not, Taylor's sale job at the end helped uh, make sure that he got the call he needed. Well, he not only sold it, Jody, but I said immediately on Twitter, um, you know, and you can follow Jody at Jody MacMan, as you can see on the screen for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, at Jody MacMan, uh, M A C M A N, uh, and you can follow me, of course, at WrestleMania six two one. Uh, I don't know why you would want to do something like that. I'm a loudmouth on Twitter. Just tell me to shut up. Um, but he not only sold it, but he suckered him too, right? It was almost okay. like I, 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 instead of just throwing an incomplete, stopping the pass, just taking your normal sack, he sits down essentially, kneels down and crumples down. And he's like, mm, come and get me, boys, you know, and they couldn't resist. So that was interesting. Uh, what? I, I guess I guess here is is my question. This will lead into the reaction in Philadelphia to this loss to a team with all the issues that the commanders have. If you're Nick Sirianni, right, and you start off 8-0, is this a terrible loss or is this a somewhat justifiable loss? Um, justifiable. Ooh, that's an interesting word. I would almost say yes, justifiable, because as I've already told you, I'm trying to give the commanders credit because I think they earned it and deserved it with the way they played last night. Um, we're now going to get the narrative spun that getting a loss out of the way is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I, I've never really bought into that and I don't really like it. But here's where you can at least prove it after the fact. Go into indianapolis next week and shut down jonathan taylor mm -hmm. if you can do that then you say all right we've learned something we got the monkey off our back less pressure than being nine and oh okay fine if you turn right around and win the way you're supposed to win and they'll be a favorite in indianapolis some people were speculating before last night's loss that it could be double digits in indy it's going to be nowhere near that after the eagle loss uh, yeah, they might be able to sell that amongst themselves that, hey, all right, listen, we, we let this one get away from us. We had our chances. Uh, the debate I had with my partner on Birds 365 this morning, John McMullen used the word should have. The Eagles should have won. And I said, right. no, I'm not ready to go. Eagles could have won. They had the chance late in the game to get a go-ahead touchdown when uh, Quez Watkin catches that long ball, gets up, going to move it even. Oh, shoot, he coughs up the football. Mm -hmm. Well, that's on Quez. That's his fault. That's the Eagles' fault. So I'll say they could have won rather than they should have won. Well, they better win this week. Uh, otherwise, the whole got the burden of not going undefeated off our back. It'll prove to be nothing if they can't follow it up with a win this week. Well said. Back with Jody McDonald in just a couple of moments right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Of course, you can check him out again at Jody McMahon, CBS Sports Radio, Birds 
365 and as well WFAN in New York and WIP in Philadelphia. But first, Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts all over the world and soon coming to Australia. How about that? Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Turo is, again, the world's largest car sharing marketplace. You can uh, marketplace. You can book an SUV, a minivan. you got the holidays coming up. You might need to move some things around. Forget boring rental cars and, again, find your drive at Turo.com. With Turo, you can book, again, any car that you need and for an affordable price. So here's what we want you to do. Every trap. Every trip, rather, is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, back with Jody McDonald right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Uh, Jody, what was the reaction? I I mean, I know what you and John, uh, who does a great job for both SI.com and with you on Birds 365, uh, which you can watch uh, every morning through Jacob Media. uh, And, uh, of course, Jody will have all the information on his Twitter. Uh, What was the reaction on IP in Philly on Tuesday, uh, again, from the fans. Because we know fans are way more irrational than Jody McDonald is. And was it an embarrassing thing to lose to the commanders with all the crazy crap that goes on with Dan Snyder and every part of the circus that I have operated under for, you know, 13 or 14 years? What was the reaction or again, was it a, well, we had to lose at some point kind of loss. I got out and about today, so I did get a chance to listen to some uh, WIP. And certainly I got comments on my Twitter uh, feed today. Uh, thank God for those irrational fans because they've been <laughs> keeping us doing what we've been doing for a couple decades here, Chris. So let's not uh, take them to task too much. Of course, you're going to get your fringe people. Oh, the biggest guy who's taken the slings and arrows, believe it or not, here in Philadelphia is Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive Mm -hmm. coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, He has his way of coaching. The Philadelphia Eagle fan loves the blitz. They love the all-out attack defense. Mm -hmm. They want Reggie White coming off the edge and getting 20 sacks. The Eagles don't have that guy. Hassan Reddick, they brought him in specifically to get to the pass rush. He's he's had a good, solid year at, at getting sacks, but um, he's getting nowhere near 20. He'll get his 10 or 12, which he's gotten the last couple of years. Brandon Graham is a great part-time player. Got the big uh, sack last night. Also took the bad penalty late. Mm-hmm. But the two guys, uh, Javon Hargrave, I shouldn't uh, give too much of a hard time. I think he led the team in tackles. That mm-hmm. tells you how much and effectively the commanders ran the football. When your your DT is leading you with tackles, mm-hmm. that means he's doing his job. Fletcher Cox was non-existent last night. Mm-hmm. And he's an all-pro player, an all-time Eagle great. 
He's just not the player he used to be. And he absolutely lost the battle at the line of scrimmage. And Gannon didn't really make any adjustments. He has his defense. He plays his defense the way he wants to play it. He has faith in their corners. And, oh, by the way, Darius Slay got abused last night. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Darius is Darius. Darius you got to live with. You got to just throw up your hands and go, Darius had a bad game. Fletcher's not the player that he used to be. So could they have used more in and out substituting on the defensive line? Maybe. Could they have inserted a third linebacker instead of always being in the nickel the way that Jonathan Gannon always plays it? Maybe. I think Gannon's a good defense quarter. I think he's over-critiqued in Philadelphia just because he's not Buddy Ryan or Bud Carson and some of the uber-aggressive great defensive coordinators they've had here in Philadelphia. And yesterday, sure. But he's he's the guy who uh, more people came down on than anybody else for last night's loss to the Commanders. Uh, moving forward for the Eagles, I mean, you talked about some of their run defensive issues. I mean, uh, Jordan Davis, you know, eventually will come back. Uh, I'm sure that'll solidify that whenever he does return. Um, and you mentioned Fletcher Cox and Hargrave is one of my favorite players to watch and excellent secondary. So I think the Eagles will be fun. But is this as we kind of morph into what's ahead here, now that the commanders have gotten themselves back into contention and look, they're not really in contention for the division. It's still the Eagles division for the most part right now. Is this team Jalen hurts or bust, or is it the sum of the parts or bust? If that makes sense. No, I know. I know what you're getting at. Um, I just checked the odds uh, shoot an hour or so before I hopped on the air with you Uh, last week, the MVP race on most of the betting wagers was basically a three-way push between Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts after the game. And that one had against the Vikings. He's dropped down to fourth. Jalen Hurts dropped down to third. Tua Tungavaloa has actually Mm -hmm. moved in and ahead of those two guys. But as of right now, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite. When you're third choice in the MVP, you're having a pretty damn good year, and you're a pretty important figure. And, oh, by the way, if you were doling out blame of last night's loss, Jalen Hurts would be way down the list. Even Mm -hmm. the pick that he threw hit A.J. Brown in the hands, Mm -hmm. and the the commander D-back made a nice play adjusting and and coming away from the ball. Usually if it's a 50-50 ball between A.J. Brown and the defensive back, A.J. Brown's going to come away with it. That didn't happen last night. That's not Jalen Hurts' fault. So I don't think Jalen was the reason they lost. He's way down the list. But he needs to continue to to play at the level that he's played, which has been phenomenal and much better than expected from most people, including the Philadelphia Eagles. Because don't forget, they inquired about Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. They inquired about Deshaun Watson. They would have made a deal for those two if there was a deal there to be made and either of those two guys were willing to come to Philadelphia. So while you give the Eagles credit, once they couldn't get their guy at quarterback, they went out and did everything else to make Jalen Hurts' life easier. So they get credit for it, but not complete credit because – they probably would have gone in another direction if right. they'd been able to pull it off. Yeah, Hurts is going to be a key to this Eagles team. Live or die only Hurts. He's got to be phenomenal. No, they're a good team, and uh, they, they, they can win 
on like yesterday was a mediocre day and they could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, Hertz is, is, is right there with every other quarterback in the league as far as level of importance goes. All right. You obviously follow the entire league, uh, at, you know, as we all do, right. We're all, you know, uh, we're not just watching one team or one game I'm trying to get a, a feel for the rest of everything, but you also watched, Carson Wentz at his very best. Carson Wentz at his very worst. Carson Wentz since he's left Philadelphia. Um, don't know if you guys had any sort of relationship here, but you know, there's of course the drumbeat now. Hey, Carson Wentz, he's done with his mandatory four games on the IR stint. Now he hasn't been medically cleared as we record this, and I don't think he's going to be medically cleared. But even if he is, is there any way that Ron Rivera in your mind should go back to Carson Wentz anytime soon? Mm, well, I think it's, if it were me, it would be a week-by-week thing. Mm-hmm. And this week, Taylor Heineke is my quarterback. What? Even if Carson Wentz passes all the necessary hurdles to get over to get cleared to be able to play, I'm not pulling Taylor Heineke out after what he did what he did last night. And again, Taylor Heineke was Taylor Heineke. He's not John Elway. He's not Brett Favre. He's not going to be throwing rockets off his right arm. He had a couple of balls last night that could have been intercepted. The interception was basically a jump ball. He threw up into double coverage, but he threw some really nice balls too. And if guys are accurate and open, most of the time he gets the ball there and he delivers it well enough. I'm leaving him in as my starting quarterback for me. Now, as far as Carson Wentz goes, here's something that I can speak to that maybe your whole uh, audience uh, doesn't know because they didn't watch him game in, game out his first two seasons in the league. He's just physically not the same player that he was. He has sustained enough injuries that his game isn't as mobile as it used to be, doesn't avoid the rush, the ability to quick step out of there and create some room and space for himself. I think he's still got as good an arm as he ever did, but he just doesn't have the physical tools to be able to when a team comes after him. And yes, the Eagles just dominated the commanders at the line of scrimmage in that first game the complete opposite in last night's game. Yeah. And behind that offensive line, I'd rather have a guy who might be able to make a play with his legs. That's why I'd say stick with uh, your current quarterback rather than go back to a guy who's sorry, uh, commander fans. He's just never going to be the same. No, no doubt about it. I mean, I, I think they all realize that by now there's just maybe a little bit uh, of hope left more with Jody McDonald coming up in just a couple of moments right here on the locked on commanders podcast. We'll take a spin around the NFC East and we'll try and get in as many uh, football things as we can around the NFL. But first uh, a quick message from our friends at LinkedIn jobs. That's right. These days, every new potential hire, like, I don't know, maybe you might want to hire a new owner for the football team that we uh, all cover <laughs> around here, the Washington commanders. Uh, they could feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is easy, guys. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to post your job, uh, add your job to your profile, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and spread the word that you are open for business and that you want the best candidate. Simple tools like screening questions. Uh, They'll get you the right candidate at the right time so you can prioritize, interview, and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the most qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. And also while we're at it, we tell you about our friends at bet online and bet online 
They have you covered on every line, uh, every line, every over under, uh, whatever the the live in game betting that you want to put down. Say like last night, you know, you wanted to put the Commanders. Oh, I should say Monday night because this is mostly going out on Wednesday. Uh, you wanted to take the Commanders on the money line when you saw how things Ooh. were going. Mm, you would have gotten better before oh, the yeah. game, but as the game went along, you could have hopped in because. Bet online is going to give you that in-game live betting experience and better than anyone else. So when you're thinking about all the NFL action coming up this weekend, including the commanders at the Houston Texans, the Eagles at the Colts, and especially your Thanksgiving Day action coming up, guys, one place to go. Bet online. That's right. Bet online has you covered with all the odds, news, and scores. They'll take good care of you. Uh, make sure you let them know that Locked On sent you. All right, back with Jody McDonald as we get you set for the rest of a look around the NFC East and a spin around the NFL. Jody, we'll start with the New York Giants. You know, great first year under Brian Dable. Everybody knows that. But if you bottle up Saquon Barkley and you take that away, they just don't have the weapons to hurt you. So can the Giants survive this I don't want to call it a miracle run by any means, but this run where they're doing way, way, way more winning than it was originally expected. Certainly more than I thought so, because I'm not the biggest Daniel Jones fan. I've never been since the time that he was drafted. I thought they overdrafted him. Mm -hmm. What I've seen of him at the quarterback position over the last six, seven years, every once in a while he throws in a big game and the giant fans getting, Oh, he's our guy. No, he's not. He's, he's a mediocre NFL quarterback, but, if you can bottle up Saquon Barkley, easier said than done. The Giants only ran him out there 35 times this last game, and they will continue to do that. If Barkley stays healthy and the Giants don't have any massive injuries, I think they've already gotten themselves an NFC's playoff spot. Um, catch the Eagles, win the division. I don't know about that. I would still pick the Eagles as of today, but um, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win a minimum of 10 games. If you said, Jody, pick the number right now, I'd go to 11, which means they're a, a lock to be a wild card team. Uh, the coach has done a phenomenal job. The defense is underrated, has played better than me or a lot of other people thought they were going to. Um, it's going to be really fun because they've still got the Eagles twice this year. I haven't played yet. Mm -hmm. uh, Eagles have already finished with the commanders, have not played the Giants once. Mm -hmm. They've got them early December and then again January, the next last week of the season. Uh, so, yeah, if the Giants want to dream a dream, think they can win the division, yeah, go, go out and take care of your own business. Take uh, care of the Eagles. Don't what know about if they're the, that good, but they're a playoff team in right. my eyes. What about the Cowboys? I mean, just an awful loss against a half-dead Green Bay team uh, on Sunday at Lambeau. Tough, tough environment, of course, but to allow Christian Watson off the mat, uh, to allow Green Bay to come back, uh, some of McCarthy's decisions, a lot of people don't like him, but their defense is really good, although it wasn't great on uh, Sunday at Lambeau. Are you a buyer on the Dallas Cowboys? Maybe less than the Giants. And mm. when you compare the two rosters, I'll tell you that the Cowboys roster is better, one through 53, and certainly at the top, with Dak being better than uh, Danny Dimes, who I'm not a fan of. However, they have a similar problem to the Eagles. They can be run on. Uh, Aaron Jones won that game. Everyone wants to know about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, great. Aaron Rodgers is back. Aaron Rodgers is leading the Packers. The Packers won because Aaron Jones 
sliced and diced the Cowboys uh, mm-hmm. this past Sunday night. And oh, by the way, Eagles, when they had the Cowboys up by 17 points, Cowboys to their credit, got back into it, two touchdowns, made it a one touchdown game. The Eagles took the ball back and said, all right, now we'll go back to running it and ran it right down their throats, stuck it into the end zone, got the game winning score. Uh, so the Eagles and the Cowboys both have a major issue in my mind, and that's the inability to stop the run. I know they've got arguably the best defensive player in the National Football League, but Michael Parsons is better causing havoc in the backfield than he is meeting a runner at the point of attack and just dropping him dead in his stride. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not married to the Cowboys. I've granted the Giants a playoff spot. I have not gone there yet with Dallas. Uh, and one last one for you, Jody, if you don't mind, the Minnesota Vikings found a way. By hooker, by crook, to beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in overtime. One of the craziest games anybody's ever going to see. Are you a believer in Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings as being absolutely for real and a Super Bowl favorite? Well, you're asking me? Kirk Cousins never shouted me out after a win like he did you last week. So I think you're more apt to give an opinion on Kirk Cousins than me. Uh, he's having, a, He's got talent around him. Yeah. Um, Cousins is not afraid to throw the football. He's a high volume thrower. He's going to make some really good passes. He's going to throw a bad pass every once in a while. When you've got Justin Jefferson to make the kind of plays that he can make, he's going to make every quarterback look good, including Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think Minnesota's real. Well, they're cruising to that division. That division's already over. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Kirk hasn't had his uh, major playoff run year. I don't know if it's this year, but I wouldn't bet against them because they're guaranteed to have at least one game in their house, maybe multiple games in their house. Um, yeah, you give give the Vikings the, 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 the respect they earned by going into Buffalo and winning this past week. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, today's episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast with Jody McDonald and me, Chris Russell, has been brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Of course, an invite to check out Locked On Sports today with Peter Bukowski. It got you covered on all the hottest uh, stories in sports, big name interviews, and all much more. You can find it here on YouTube, Odyssey, uh, and wherever you get your podcast. Again, it's Locked On sports today uh david harrison will be back on the next edition of the locked on commanders podcast as we get you set for the commanders and the houston texans this sunday chase young expected to make his season debut as the commanders improved to five and five by beating the philadelphia eagles on monday night uh, and uh, drop them to eight and one. Jody, I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for being patient with me while I have some technical issues that I got to work out. Uh, it's awesome to catch up with you. Thanks as always for having me on. Uh, I look forward to uh, uh, again many, many more conversations between both of us on CBS Sports Radio and on your shows, my shows, all that good stuff. You're a good man, uh, and uh, you know you're you're a, a legend in this business. And I'm glad uh, we've been able to hook up uh, as as I get older in life. And I appreciate you making some time for me you get older in life knock it off buddy uh, i don't see any gray on your chin not like mine hey you've been good you've been coming on my shows longer than i've been coming on yours i was glad to return the favor and anytime you need me wrestlemania all you gotta do is ask all right that's jody mcdonald the legend no doubt about it check him out wip in philly wfan in new york cbs sports radio and birds 365 thank you for joining us right here on the locked on commanders podcast.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.